in a lot of those instances, um, when people are so sure of their beliefs but without really understanding why, they're actually the most susceptible to being manipulated. Oh, that was a juicy little snippet of today's episode. 5-8 Troops, Kelly's Army, how are we? Today we have a special guest in the studio by the name of Meg Sanderford. She's an artist and a law student. She's extremely passionate about people and the idea of perception, which we'll break down further in this episode. Her aspirations is to be a dope-ass artist, her wording, spreading good vibes and ideas, and also to become a lawyer, which is an interesting, interesting road to be a lawyer and an artist. But if you're building frameworks for things, I think it could actually help. So it's a super interesting and awesome episode. Uh, You can also follow her journey at Meg Sanderford, M-E-G-S-A-N-D-I-F-O-R-D. Enjoy the episode. The 580. Episode 40 of this glorious show. Have you subscribed? Do it now. It up, Don't be a little You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and a giddy up. Secure the baggy, I get the bus. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and a giddy up. Secure the baggy, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I've been on a flex, flex Why don't you just like... Oh, there we go. All right. So we're... <laughs> She's like, I want to do it. <laughs> we're going to have a laid back podcast today, guys. My knees really hurt. Um, I'm in pain. What, what are you doing there on your phone? I'm trying to like do an Instagram story. All right. Okay. Do it for the gram. Do it for the gram. Do it, girl. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. An idiot because I was like, I need an XLR, yeah. And then it was like, Yeah, is it like input output? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I've just been sent here, this is what I need. That's your job to know. Where he said input or output, but it's it's it is both input and output. So it threw me off in the first place. <laughs> so, and this, <laughs> this is at JB Hi-Fi, and then he was like, Yeah, we don't have that. We have to, you the only place that they've got it is Sydney. I was like, Oh, fuck's sake. So then I went to the music store and then he was like, yeah, you know, we've got these ones. We've got a three meter. We've got a one meter. I was like, I don't know. Which one did you get, babe? I got a three meter. Cause I was like, you yeah, know. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, I did. Bigger as well. No, but he was like, you know, this is a German company as well. So it'll be good quality. I was like, okay. I was like, well, we bought a mic here yesterday. So I'm assuming it's got to fit that. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah it does. Where'd you get that drink? Oh, um, Chatswood. Ooh. Yeah, bubble tea, gang. I rock bubble tea, eh? It's good. Yeah. Oh, right, Meg, we've we've switched up the set straight for this particular podcast. Oh, really? As you can see, there's no more guitar. Yeah. We've got this blissful um, uh, Buddha back here and this blissful painting that has been a lot of reflection has come off it. So yeah. we've ha- it actually fell down last night. We had it in a full frame. Oh, no. And that frame smashed, which is oh, over there. But um, yeah, it, uh, we thought it's really fitting for this, uh, especially talking about well-being. Um, yeah. Have you have you seen any of Michael Fischel's work? Um, yeah, I, I can't say I have, but it is a vibe. It's very transcendental. 
It's sick, eh? Yeah. So we were looking into it yesterday. This is called The Creator. Yeah. And he was like a 1970s, like, psychedelic painter, basically. Yeah. And he did, like, loads of oil paintings. I think that this was an oil painting, and then he got in touch with this company, this media company that then transferred everything to, like, posters and jigsaw puzzles and stuff like that. It's really cool. Yeah, I've been looking. uh, Now I'm obsessed of finding an original. Yeah. I like his art. I, I think that's insane, dude. So vivid and just like heaps of colours. It's just fucking sick. Especially a painting like that that's like, look at this. He's got a, a dude's face in the mountains. Yeah. Like, like even just There's so many elements to it. There's like a guy meditating in the middle and then there's like a Jesus statue in the corner. Oh, wow. Pyramid of Giza. It's very psychedelic. Do you paint? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I do. Um, what do you paint? Well, I'm working on a series at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's basically, um, I'm working on a series of oil and acrylic paintings on people's relationship and perceptions of God. Can you turn her mic up a little bit? I feel like mine is way more louder. Maybe because I just talked really loud. Yeah. Turn her up a little bit. I want to hear. All everything. about everything. Give it to us all. Come on. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Yeah. Oh, no. So I'm just doing a painting on, yeah, people's like perceptions and um, like a series of paintings on people's uh, perceptions and relationships um, yeah. and experiences of God and like trying to find the differences and commonalities within all of that. So between our, like, is it our experiences and our, um, our link? to heaven and afterlife or so it's more kind of looking at um you know how different cultures and religions like experience god um the word yeah yeah so it's just trying to look for the commonalities in that and trying to convey that through a visual Mm. medium um as well as you know kind of vibing with the differences too and celebrating those do you see um like you go first you go first sorry i was just gonna say so i had a uh, little group surf lesson today oh, yeah. and i um i met this really cool girl called rose and she told me this like analogy for religion and spirituality and it kind of fits in with that oh, cool. she was like when we were in um high school we all had to watch this video and it's like five four or five people um, blindfolded and holding an object. Yeah. And they had to describe what it was. And this is their like interpretation of religion. And the first one was like, oh, it feels like um, a tree trunk. Like, and then another guy was like, it feels like um, a long hose. Another person was like, oh, it feels like a banana leaf. And then they all took the blindfolds off and it was an elephant. Oh, wow. And they're all holding different parts of the elephant. Yeah. And there was like, it's a different perception. So like the banana leaf that was the ear could be like Hinduism. Yeah. And then the tree, the tree trunk, which was the leg, would be like Catholicism, Christianity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was like the elephant as a whole is spirituality and all the other religions kind of make up for it. Who was holding the fat dick? <laughs> You. Which, which religion you is that? Dick. Which religion is that? Yo, I know we're getting all spiritual, but this is still the 5 8 take, motherfuckers. Like, we got listeners. And yo, I know y'all are laughing at me. 
Hey, at that, oh, you're going to laugh at me too. Gang, gang. Which, so what What was the... So, so yeah, it's the Pornhub community that was holding the fat dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is the fat dick spirituality? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Y'all are just hating you me know, right no, now. No, actually, this is Y'all a good point because right now. I think, why is it acceptable in society for guys yes. to watch porn and masturbate, but it's shunned for women, for women to do it? Why is that? Huh? I don't think it is. Is it still? I think it's getting better, but I still think there's like the traditional view that yeah. a oh, woman right. yeah. shouldn't and, pleasure herself. Well, I mean, I think you need to be the change that you like. You want to see in the world. Don't you worry. I am. <laughs> I am. Don't you worry. Good for you. I'm getting to know every part of my body. <laughs> Look, yeah. Um, yeah. I think, you know, you should be out loud and proud about it um, and, you know, vibe it. Yeah, I yeah, go for it, women. Anybody wants any uh good places to go? There's lovehoney.com. Great things love on there. Lovehoney.com. What's that? Yeah, it's oh, it's great. It's really good. <laughs> what? It's like so what? Do you know it as well? Yeah. Is this like a fucking thing? I thought I knew all the porn sites. Oh, it's it's no, it's not a porn site. site. It's oh, like that's a, why I don't know it. It's, it's an a- online store. <laughs> It, yeah, like it's like sex toys, ah. lingerie. Um, you know, it, and like they have a broad range of like kink products as well. You know, they really cater for everyone, but they get they have really high quality products. Their packaging is really discreet as well. Yeah, yeah. so you don't really? have to like feel embarrassed. Like it just comes in like a plain, plain packaging yeah, in yeah, a post. It's just a brown box. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Get it delivered to work. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> even know that. I I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. That. Uh, is it, it and they they do like articles and newsletters as well of like um a theme of the week what porn sites do you guys go on it's for me to know darling and you to know oh that. y'all are hitting me with that <laughs> all right okay now we can we can go back we can go back a notch we can go back a notch all right <laughs> uh, that's uh, by the back end of the this elephant. by the end of this episode we're going to find out what porn sites girls go to trust me now, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, back to back to the paintings. So mm. Michael Fischel in the fifties has like after seventies. Like, no, he was born in the nineteen fifty, and then he's oh. seventy years old. And in the seventies is was was when he became most prominent. You're correct. All right. I know. Yeah. I'm always right. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is going to be a fucking long one. I oh, tell you that I'm much. Here for it. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So I've been. Yeah, I just got obsessed with his with his paintings and that, and I feel it's so like vivid. And he he like I read some of this like some of the some of himself describing his work, and um, when he's talking about oil paintings and all all the colors and everything and how they all go together, I found it very Kanye esque. Like Kanye sort of, he, oh. when he's describing music, he describes music as in like he can see these, like when he's playing the piano, he will see brown, purple and different types of note will cause uh, different aspects of like colours and everything. And that was a similar type of thing that he was like saying um, when he was doing it. So, Do you feel anything when you paint? Like is there any like feelings, emotions or are you just like yeah. painting and just for fuller art, I guess? Yeah. Um, no, for me, so it's actually an exploration of like my synesthesia. 
um, which I think is like kind of what you're describing whoa, 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 with Kanye. Whoa. Synesthesia? Synesthesia, yeah. What's um, that? So synesthesia is a neurological condition. Basically, yeah, in response to stimuli, um, an individual with synesthesia will have more than one sensory response simultaneously. Okay. So basically what that means is say if you were to like, you know, read something, you would just be um, using sight. But for someone with synesthesia, there's many different forms, um, but they will be, say, using uh, sight and taste. So some people can um, see uh, colours in numbers, um, some people can, yeah, like you were describing with Kanye, see the colours of music. So is that what he's got? I mean, I'm. I well, it's like the type, or it's in the same it's, it's vicinity for, of what well, it is. What it, what he's describing? That's it, yeah, what synesthesia is. Synesthesia is. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like it can be for multiple different things. So for me, like I see um, colours associated with like personalities. Uh-huh. So. Everyone that I know. Real? Yeah. I want, want, I want, what's my colour? What's my colour? <laughs> I don't know oh if God. this is racist or not. <laughs> what's oh, my colour? Okay. Um, so I'll start with Ebony. So yeah. you have like this um, like kind of lilac, but it's like Ooh. has like more of a like magenta tinge to it as well. So, yeah. Are you crying? <laughs> you just got really emotional. <laughs> Why did you just start crying? <laughs> Why oh. did that just happen? <laughs> 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 Look, I'm a spiritual oh. girl. It hit me in my aura. Oh, oh mate. Oh, yeah. we're in for a long one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, for, for you, Diego. Yeah, um, it hit me. Yeah. What do I got? So for you, I see like this very like kind of bright electric blue. Mm. Yeah. Bright electric yeah. blue. Yeah. So it's very vivid. Like very it's bold. really in Ooh. your face. Like it's, yeah. And the thing is as well, so I get kind of like feelings associated with the color stimuli as well. So, um, yeah. So like physical like sensations on yeah. my body um, associated with whatever different color it is. Insane. So, yeah. So that kind of translates though to when I'm trying to understand concepts, I will get like colors and um, images and that's how I see it. So it like can make it difficult uh, sometimes during conversations. I'm trying to like translate some abstract like images, image with like a lot of shapes and colors yeah. to something verbal. Um, that happens like quite frequently. So. Whoa, 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 wait. Elaborate on that. I didn't quite okay. catch that one. So um, uh, I've got like an example. Okay. Yeah. yeah perfect. Yeah. That'll be, yeah, that'll be fantastic. I actually didn't even know that it was. That, like and a thing like yeah. people actually i thought kanye was full of shit no oh. yeah it's um it's a neurological condition wow um, so do you feel it enhances you is it like I a mean, superpower does it like, like hurt sometimes so um okay so that's interesting so for me i don't know anything different like i've mm. always experienced oh, yeah, true, life true. this way so yeah. i can't say um, interesting yeah so I, I can find difficulty like when I'm trying to do so like I'm studying law and uh, commerce at the moment. Yes, yes. So when trying to like translate like my sort of understanding of something into a linear sort of uh, format, for example, in an essay or yeah. that sort of thing, it can make it quite difficult. But I also have ADHD, which would probably exacerbate that. Uh, too. It sort of cancels or, or it adds, I, adds to, to it. it yeah. It helps it. 
no uh, like adhd can help um you know in, in terms of seeing things more laterally yeah rather than linearly but you know our modern education system is based on linear thinking so it can make it a little difficult. That was a huge fucking right hook to the education system. <laughs> you guys are a little bit too linear. <laughs> facts, facts. Okay. Oh, facts, no fiction. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's it. Um, all right, so here's an example. So, okay. yeah, when I was, like, doing my notes for this podcast, um, I was trying to, like, you know, um, basically organise my thoughts um, you know, in, in a verbal way. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is what it looks like in my head, right? Okay, yeah. So, like, this will represent like the individual. This represents society. This represents the individual's expression unto themselves and within society. Okay. And this is like genetics, and then the epigenetics influenced by society. But like, so I see it as an image. So it was really like me. Can I see to- that? Yeah. Sure. And we'll have this on the screen for you guys. And I'll try and put it on the description of the podcast. I'm not too sure if you can do that. Yeah. I'll label. So explain it. So So just explain it. Yeah. Um, So basically for me, like this is like the individual, right? Mm -hmm. Um, This is the individual's expression of themselves like privately, but then this is the individual's expression of themselves and interaction within society. That's society and this is the epigenetics which is influenced by like society and this is just the um, genetic component and that's like basically like my like you know understanding of the relationship between the individual and self. Yeah. The relationship between individual and self. Yeah and how like perception you know. um, Do you see self as the voice in the back of your head or oh wow this is like going into like that's a deep that's, a, that's like a five-hour conversation that uh, wait but, but hold on <laughs> but wait, yeah. wait 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 but you you just said what was that sentence that you just said that i just repeated that my brain is so good Relation- that i said it and don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> relationship with self yeah relationship with self so yeah. break that down what, okay. what, what wait what do you think she means i think there's but that sentence as a whole like there's many elements and there's many relationships that you have with yourself yeah you have like your relationship with your personality your inner being yeah your yeah. body and then uh, and then like your role within, within yeah. society um i was mm. listening to a um a podcast by jay shetty yeah and he's just got a new book out called think like a monk and in that part in part of the book he talks about um how he went to like becoming a monk, I'm not sure of the term yeah. of where you go to do it, but he was saying um, one of the like shamans there was saying to him, I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I'm what I think you think I am. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. If that makes sense. Bruh, say yeah, that right. again. Rewind. <laughs> this is like this whole podcast is like a grime song. <laughs> <laughs> spin that Bars. back. Spin, spin that back. Spin that back. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go through that one more time. Say that again. What did that monk do and say? And so he says, I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I'm what I think you think I am. Yes. Okay. That's a that's the fact for a lot of people in yeah. this world. Yeah. And it's and it's probably one of the biggest thing that sets us back as humanity yeah. in general. 
it's like we 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 want to be what we think the perception of us is yeah. rather than who we are. So then yeah. external factors then impact your behaviors. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, 100%. And breaking this down further, you, yeah. you So that's actually what I was writing kind of notes on. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I guess it'd be kind of good to start with like the self um, yeah. and what it is or maybe how perception develops because mm. the thing is I, I – yeah, so the self, like that's a very like existential question which I feel a little ill-equipped to deal with. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I do think there's like a soul component and, you know, kind of who we are like, uh, you know, when we come into this world. Yeah. Um. And I think, you know, that's definitely a factor for all of us and we will, you know, grow into that um, hopefully, you know, by, um, you know, self-awareness and whatnot. But mm-hmm. I think that perspective actually makes up a large component and is actually quite tangible and measurable. Mm. Um, so, you know, I think that we're born into the world and from the get-go we have perceptions, uh, layers of uh, conditions that influence our perception. So that can include, you know, societal, so like, you know, what society you're born into, so the values, uh, religion, language and culture. You've got the historical perspective as well, so in a, a socio-political context, yep. um, but also your transgenerational context as well. Mm-hmm. And you've got the economic perspective, so what social economic status you're born into, the economic resources of your country, your community, um, and the environmental um, components as well. So genetic makeup and genetic predispositions now mm-hmm. that also includes gender because gender um, can influence our perspectives on a biological level but more so on a societal level um, but you know genetic makeup can influence our skills our looks and our traits okay which can then influence our perspective because you know so for example if like you're very athletic mm-hmm. that will you know that is that's something that's kind of praised by society. Yes. Um, and so that will become more of your identity, if right. that makes sense. So, be, Because society places you in that uh, places, box? So not necessarily. Like you can get enjoyment from being a physically like athletic person and being enjoy being in your body. Yeah. Um, but, you know, um, a lot of our identity is formed not just, you know, with what – we feel comfortable with and what our perception dictates is good, but also it's kind of reinforced as a feedback loop within society. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's kind of like racing horses, you know, when they breed them with certain horses to get the best things. Yes. Yeah. And like the best quality and traits and they'll breed winners with winners mm-hmm. to get the the right genetic makeup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I get what you mean. But does that does that place you automatically in a category? Like if you're from somewhere and you have some type of genetic makeup, if you're a male, can you like – What sort of category are you referring to? Like if I'm a male – or maybe maybe I've missed it completely. Okay. Well, I'm just talking about like aesthetics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll let, you, I'll let you continue. So like someone that's really tall mm. that then plays basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Or even like someone who's attractive. Like they, yeah. uh, there's like a thing called the halo effect. Yeah. Um, what's, what's the halo effect? So that a halo effect, it's actually um, it, uh, demonstrated through studies that um, the halo effect is basically an attractive person is perceived with um, 
better traits by society. Mm. So they're perceived as being more trustworthy, more kind. Um, they're also um, is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Do people judge other people that deep? Yeah. yeah. Wow. People they can even earn up to fifteen percent more than people who aren't yeah, perceived as based attractive. Based on. Based yeah. on looks. Yeah. yeah. You're telling me, hold on, bruh, hold on, hold on. You're telling me that not only will a male earn more than a female, mm. but if that male mm-hmm. looks good, yeah. he's going to earn 15% more than the other males? Yeah, that's right. Can There's a it. lot of um, like wellness coaches and like consultants. Mm. Um, that are quite attractive. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Oh, that's really interesting. Mm. Uh, yeah. Do you want to elaborate on their names, babe? Which ones? <laughs> Just the general ones. Which ones? Just all the, go- all the which, female ones, you know? Which <laughs> all female ones. It better be the motherfucking female ones. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're all hot in here. Is there any well wellness coach you sort of look up to? That has like, because you've got to, f- like, you've been looking at this a lot. And I want to get to what brought you to look deeper okay. into this particular topic because I have yeah. no idea. I find it really fascinating. And uh, like, I mean, for me, um, so like, yeah, you, when we're discussing coming on the podcast, you were like, oh, speak about what you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, so for me, like, I'm passionate about seeing the connection, like, learning about everything that I can, like, in the world. Yeah. in life to see the connection with mm. everything because everything is related and I'm really like fascinated about the how and the what and the who. There's very little. That Do you reckon everything is related? Everything in, yeah. the, in the universe? Yeah. Or everything in the universe. Everything in the universe is yeah. related to each. Disclaimer, yeah. purple used to be my favourite colour. Really? That's why. Oh, that's so nice. That's, that's, so what? That's that's trippy in itself. All right. That is actually pretty trippy. <laughs> What's your relationship to blue? Blue's my favorite color. Oh really? Oh shit. Um. Yeah. <laughs> she just dissected us. <laughs> I think she did. I. Eh? That was that was intense. <sighs> Power to you. But yeah. So you you've, so this has all brought you into a framework to assist people in yeah. understanding. I mean, yeah. I guess like if. People want to be assisted by it. I'm not here to like, yeah. you know, um, sell some sort of like elixir to the problems of self or society. But mm. um, yeah, for me, like I think that, um, yeah. So if you understand how your perspective is formed because you're formed because perspective mm. dictates like your emotions, your thoughts, and most people go around life don't aren't, like aren't not really understanding why they think certain things or why mm. they feel certain ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, there's a couple of like downsides to that. So the issue with not understanding what you think is that you, um, on a personal level, you aren't, aren't exactly, you know, you don't really have a great relationship with yourself mm-hmm. um, and you can hit roadblocks blocks in your life. So, for example, if you continually ex- um, end up in situations where you're like, oh, this doesn't really feel good, it doesn't really feel like a vibe, but you can't question um, as to... Um, you know, oh, well, why do I get in these situations? You know, what are the feelings that are being triggered to lead me to these situations? You're going to end up continually um, in those situations. Yeah, yeah, mm. pretty much. Um, 
so I wish someone taught me this when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> they right. don't teach you this no. shit when you're <laughs> fucking. They teach you to conform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Oh, mainstream education. Here we go again. Uh, <laughs> oh, they actually just 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 a side note yeah. about uh, mainstream education, and don't forget that point. Mm. Um, at school, when I was at school, when I I had just come from Brazil, I was put into the school. I didn't know English, like, it, and it was all English school. There was no mixture at all. I, I was thrown directly in the deep end to learn English and mingle and everything. Anyways. After a little while, they um, they put me – well, they took me into the room. They got my mum in and that, and they said that – like, this, this is the teachers. There's no doctors or anything. Right. They said I had ADHD and oh, I f- needed to be, like, sent and shit. They, really? The school was going to organise a doctor um, for my mum. And everything. And oh. my mum being Brazilian, she just fucking went off. <laughs> she <laughs> went off. She was just barely speaking English. <laughs> Not my son. Going, going <laughs> off. Do you dare. Yeah. And then it was pretty funny because the teachers were like, they thought they were just going to have a parent that would come in and just agree with them yeah. and help them out. And but like, no, Mama Korea was yeah, like, let me tell nah, you something. Nah, she were, and then they were just sitting there like, so so yeah i never i never um uh, and that happens to a lot of kids coming in from other cultures is that they get diagnosed with add and adhd Mm. i think that the difficulty is right is that like in in terms of like the broader context of like us living in a civilization and society mainstream education is actually a very new thing so you know we used to just be in our families like working in the farms like you know, this whole idea of mainstream education is relatively new. And as a result, you know, um, people are realizing that, oh, like not everyone has the same sort of neuropathology. Not everyone has the same brain, thinks and learns and interacts with the world in the same way. And so as a society, we've started to pathologize that, you know, Mm. calling these like, you know, differences in perceiving or processing or interacting with the world as diseases or something that's different, which I think is like hugely damaging, um, mm. but also incredibly reductive. Um, mm. A difference yeah. like can be a gift, you know, like yoga may see something in a completely different way and add a lot of value. Um, and, you know, that's can the, the same can be said for any person um, and, you know, that should be really what we should be encouraging in a classroom format. So do you – so – in line with mm. what you were just um, saying, do you feel that chi- like kids that are coming in mm. and going into the education system, do you feel that that's confusing them even more as to who they are? Because they come from so many different backgrounds yeah. and then once they go into that class and everyone is conformed and everyone is taught to be a certain way and then you go okay that's how i'm meant to be the way that they're perceiving me and the the way that they're teaching me so then so then it makes everyone be fucking confused i totally Mm. i think like well what you're describing that experience like i would get the feeling that that would be very otherizing um, otherizing is yeah. that a, is it's that a, a word yeah is it really yeah, it is. i feel yeah. dumb as shit when i speak to you <laughs> what do you <laughs> Legit, mean like, otherizing. i'm like what the hell <laughs> no, i need like a theosaurus next to me <laughs> otherizing is a word yeah 
so to be like otherized it, it just basically um so oh, what's a good example um <laughs> so don't, don't mind me i'm just having my iced coffee <laughs> vanilla over here i got soy milk guys for oh. this episode i i oh. asked them to put a little uh, i asked them to put a little vanilla We're in elevating there you. Like, okay. it's our vibes you know he's yeah. on the cranberry juice now so oh yeah yeah I, i'm getting on the cranberry too oh. yeah you know you. and the what's that other juice i'm drinking now pole uh pom, not pomegranate um, oh prune prune juice I'm not about that. That's Ew. not for me. That's because our last episode when we were talking to the West Tigers NRL cheerleader, she is also a PT and she said okay. that prune juice uh, helps uh, hold protein and build testosterone. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, so then I started drinking prune juice. It's really annoying because that episode's not going to come out for a little while because I'm having audio issues uh, for the listeners. So I'll get that out as soon as we can. But, um, yeah, that's why we haven't got that out. So, yeah, I started drinking some prune juice. And how are you finding it? Um, I had a couple sips. (laughs) (laughs) Grow a couple biceps. I'm done. (laughs) I'm like that guy that goes to the gym and does three Three sit-ups. And then (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Uh, I feel called out. I, I literally have had two sips and that is... A horrible drink. It yeah. so it's so shit. Yeah, like, not a vibe. But I'm still gonna drink it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yep. I, I, I believe in you. I believe in you. You can do it. It's like cranberry juice, you know. Like, mm. and it, it's like cranberry juice and, and chili and like sour lollies. I love sour lollies. Mm. And so, like, you go to eat it or you have like cranberry and it's really sour and you're like, oh, that's yeah. gross. But then it, once it goes down and one minute after, you're like, give me more. Right. <laughs> Give me more. Okay, interesting. So, so I hope prune juice gets yeah. to that stage. Maybe you but, could just um, like shot it, yeah. you know, like no one likes the taste I of I said vodka. to water it down. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that, that prolongs the experience. Yeah, yeah but I was di- about to say it that. Di- yeah. It dilutes it enough that you get used to that taste and then you can just add a little bit more and a little bit more. True, true. Instead of just going ham and then being like, nah, it's not for me. Yeah. Ease yourself into it, you know? What if you just had it in a smoothie, you know? Smoothie prune juice? Well, they I might like, just, just stop being like- a little bitch. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'll, I'll get back in my hole. I'll get back in my hole. All right, I'll just scull that bottle after this. Yeah. Get bulk That's testosterone. It. Um, yeah, you might. Just- <laughs> <laughs> I need it after this podcast. I'm probably fucking that much. <laughs> yeah, so okay. go on, Meg. Go on. I forgot where we were talking about ADHD. Sorry. No, oh, so like school. Oh, yeah, so school. we're talking right. about school oh, and right the things. disconnection yeah. um, between self and who others yeah. uh, tell you who you should be, and you believing that who they think you should yeah. be is okay. who they are. So this is why I think that it's so important to have like self awareness as it pertains to your perception on things, because that way you actually can figure out what is. So what do I believe and what do I value? Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, from there, as, as opposed to what has, what have I been conditioned, um, to believe? Like, what are the narratives that I've inherited, you know, from a, you know, a familial context? What are mm-hmm. the narratives that, um, I've been fed due to, you know, society and socialization generally? Um, and, you know, and, and what sort of like, and what 
are those origins of those beliefs? Like what functions did they serve for that family or society? Uh-huh. Um, Do you feel like this is a dangerous thing? What, like self-awareness? Yeah. No, um, I think that, so I think self-awareness um, should be coupled with curiosity um, mm-hmm. and then self-compassion because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like it, it's a pretty, like it can be a pretty uncomfortable process uh, developing self-awareness, um, but it is also an opportunity to grow. Yeah. The reason why I say yeah. that is that, you know, like we, by this stage, by 2020, people yeah. should know that there is propaganda and there is right. things that gets you to do certain things. Marketing 100% is oh, yeah. the psychology of getting you to do an action. Yeah. And then sales is the um, backing psychology of marketing to get you across the line on that action. Yeah. So society has established itself as is yeah and do you feel self-awareness and allowing people to become more in touch with who they really are will change society's course and do you feel that that is a good thing i believe it's a good thing yeah but do you feel like Mm. in terms of like uh how how would you put it not not like how the construct is right now, mm. is this a threat to that construct um, and will that construct absolutely. hit back? Um, okay. So, no, I think if enough people develop self-awareness, um, so I think a few things like just right off the bat could change that are currently present. Mm. Um, so I think that, you know, at the moment there's so much divisiveness um, and division, uh, particularly in a political context. People are participating in identitarianism, so, you know, identifying as left or right without even knowing what that means. Um, And these fringes are actually getting, you know, more and more um, popular and more and more mainstream. Um, Mm -hmm. The difficulty is, uh, and so, and I feel like in a lot of those instances, um, when people are so sure of their beliefs but without really understanding why, they're actually the most susceptible to being manipulated. and so by developing self-awareness, not only can we understand our own views and our own beliefs and, and you know, where they come from and then be able to develop our own, like from an authentic and organic place, mm. we would then be able to um, uh, have compassion and understanding for people who might have different values from us. So, for example, if you look at conversations around um, sex work, for example, there's some people who are in the camp that oh, okay. now you're talking my language. I'm <laughs> fucking all ears. As soon as you go. said sex work, I was oh, like, oh, all right, uh, <laughs> all now right, we're get talking. More comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so there are some people who are in the camp that you know, sex work is damaging to women and it's damaging to society, and therefore it's the government's role to make it illegal. Nah, I'm on the other fence, but yeah. <laughs> there are some people who hold the perspective that. Well, it's a women it's a woman's choice to mm. choose her employment. And it's not and it's up to the government to make sure that no matter what people choose, whether it's, you know, morally right or wrong, that they are safe in doing so when they're not harming others. So and, and the reason um and so they'll advocate for a decriminalization model because mm-hmm. a decriminalization model has statistically shown that sex workers are safer, they're at less risk of being 
um, sexually assaulted uh, mm-hmm. or exploited or trafficked. Yeah. Um, and so, but what you're seeing here in these two arguments is, um, you know, the value of the, the people advocating for decriminalization are prioritizing, yeah, look, we may not agree with that decision, but we're placing a value on um, women's safety. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, someone who is, uh, uh, I guess, an advocate for the first argument would be placing a value on a higher value on the morality of society and what they think is best for the woman than their safety. Yeah. So we would be able to, and I think by acknowledging like, okay, so we have these different perceptions and values and here's where they come from, we'd be able to have more constructive conversations rather than just like, no, you're wrong, like you just love whores or, you know, um, oh, no, you're just a Puritan, you know. and, and Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think with self-awareness, the most important thing is compassion mm-hmm. because you be- there's a very fine line between self-awareness and self-righteousness. Ooh, yeah. Very fine. Yeah. Ooh. So I think you definitely need to have compassion and understanding to know that there's not kind of one no road from yeah. A to B. No, like if you think about it, like basically like if you want like a visual metaphor for it, say there's like, I don't know, some like, a, a sphere like a all right let's say like there's this like bubble tea right yeah and there's like a thousand mini cameras we can't see but from all different angles mm. and they're capturing different lightings they're looking at it you know from the jellies or from this perspective of the tea yeah they're seeing the same thing but in but, different ways so they yeah. would have a different relationship to it does that make sense Oh, it doesn't make sense to oh, me. Okay, if we nah, had not we, for me. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm trying to uh, understand it and follow it. Okay, like, go if on. If you held a six, yes, I held a would, six. Yeah, and put it down. Okay. Yep. From my angle, it's going to look like a nine. Yeah. But to you, it's a six. <laughs> No, I mean, I g- yes. You just went to sixty nine in your head. Didn't exactly. You, you did. No, 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 no. No, I did it. Yeah, I did. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, six and nine. I couldn't think about that. <laughs> I need to get a bit more enlightened, day. I do need to be a little, a little bit more. Uh, that's why, that's why I'm, I'm here with you guys. I'm, I am trying to learn, and I'm putting my best foot forward. I used to um, really love optical illusions when I was yeah. a kid. Oh, cool. And I think there's one and it's like a chalice. Oh, I know the one. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's another one and it's like a giraffe but upside down. It's a rabbit head or something like that. Um, so like if you flip the picture. I even showed you a meme the other day. Yes. The jujitsu meme. Yes. And it's, it was like That's one a side. Sick meme. One side. We'll have to put it in. But one side it was like um, what? It's like what the person is uh, when you're about to sweep versus, and then you flip it around, and it's, it's and like, it's someone getting oh, swept. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. And actually, now that you okay, now that you put it that way, now, I actually now I can apply it to a relative situation. <laughs> yeah, you if understand? you put it to jujitsu, <laughs> yeah. I get it, and and also um, uh, that's what uh, that who's that little rainbow. Um, uh, that little rainbow rapper. What's his name? Oh, six nine. Six nine. Yeah. So that's what he says. He's like, when you see it, um, why I got six nine is to do with the duality of richness and poorness. And then he, this is during an interview, 
Um, and then he's like, to me, it right now it looks like six nines. What does it look like to you? And then the guy said, yeah, it's six nine reverse on the other side and then he's like you're looking at from your perspective and you're seeing the same thing as i'm looking at from my perspective and seeing the same thing mm. okay now when you put it to jujitsu and to kashi six <laughs> nine makes sense it makes sense there you go. it makes sense Amazing. <laughs> okay i understand it now i understand it now so i guess if we continue on like that visual metaphor right so yeah. You know, imagine being aware that you're only seeing like, um, let's go back to the elephant again. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, you're only seeing the trunk of the leg. Yeah. You're then aware, okay, I'm only seeing a trunk of something much larger. Yeah. Um, let's, you know, you, you can have more autonomy over your own perspective. So you can choose to see the elephant's face or the elephant's dick. You know, should you so be Yes. Part? Yes. <laughs> Yes, it is. Yeah, um, that's why I was saying. Uh, maybe elephant's the elephant stick is, is like the Shakti rising. <laughs> you know what I mean, where you just really get in touch with yourself. That's it. Well, <laughs> Pun intended. I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I said. What did I say? It was the first part of spirituality. Yeah, I said spirituality. Mm. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe that's a Kundalini rising right there. Yeah, Whoa. I can see that. <laughs> Y'all are just <laughs> using things that my brain doesn't register. Okay, maybe that's. I'm trying to think of it. Maybe that's a butterfly sweep. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> boy, that's a naughty sweep. That's a naughty sweep. That's a shoulder crank butterfly sweep right there. My jujitsu guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, I hate when he has like because he's injured he can't mm. go to jujitsu. Oh, I hate when he has sucks. time off because then he's like, oh, let me just practice on you. I'm like, no. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want these leg locks and arm yeah. locks. I'm like, I'm tough, I'm tough. Yeah, oh, yeah I get that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not a vibe. Not yeah, a vibe. not a vibe. Oh, it's a full Over vibe. It. <laughs> Over it. Babe, you got to help me practice. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's relationship is about, um, what is it about? What's relationship about, Meg? Why the, f- you know my dating history. Why are you coming <laughs> to me <laughs> with relationship <laughs> advice? Relationships are about compromise. And what about communication? I, yeah, communication. Communication. Mm. Support. So I communicate, right, <laughs> by showing you that if shit was to go down, I can put someone to sleep. Mm. Oh, that's cute. Actually. See? <laughs> and that's me communicating. That's how I communicate, by putting you to sleep. <laughs> 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 by practicing these jiu-jitsu moves – on you, that's how I'm communicating that mm-hmm. we're safe. Yeah. And then oh, I cute. allow mm-hmm. over an hour long, right, of understanding different perceptions of you. He's you really talk trying. so much shit. <laughs> I am, You're so I am. full of it. I'm like, I'm like in the middle of you it and like I'm like, uh, like, yeah, oh, like, oh, how do I make this sound good? <laughs> no, actually, I just want to slam you into the floor. Whoa, whoa, she she gets aggressive. She gets aggressive. I get aggressive. Oh, that is such <laughs> typical male gaslighting. Yeah. What is this? Oh my god, I get aggressive. Yet you want to put me in leg locks and arm locks twenty four seven. Okay. Oh, oh, too good, too right. good. All right, let's 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 retract a little bit. Why is elephants always such these majestic creatures? 
To me, they're just fucking big hunks of meat that move slow. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I mean, I just think it's because they're like, you know, they're big and they're strong and they would have a lot of like, you know, they have a lot of potential power, right? But they're just vibing. They're being mindful, you know, like drinking I their water. I think because they live quite long as well. Oh, yeah. How long do elephants live for? Um, do you know? Life's our look. Yeah, I, I have no idea. What's another majestic? I've, there's I feel like eagles are majestic. Yeah. I've got an eagle tattoo. you got Ooh. an eagle tattoo? Yeah. Do you? My geometric eagle tattoo. Oh, yeah, I have actually. Yeah, you should show me that tattoo. That's sick tattoo. Thank you. This is actually dope. I want to get an owl on my arm. Yeah. There's things that we're working on at the minute. Oh I don't know. God. I don't know. And I might get the... the Chakras. Yeah, on that side. I got the uh, Kundalini um, tree of life. Yeah, yeah. So Ooh. the geometric eagles, like, you know. You have to show me after. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can get your tits out oh on no, the camera if I'm you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that sort of girl. Um. <laughs> Speaking of, there's a really yeah. cool artist called Sophie T that paints yeah. loads of um, women. Shout out to Sophie. She's got a shop in Manly. Oh, yeah. And colourful, colourful um, things. We should go there and check out her live stuff. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, back to elephants. Oh, males, if you want to... Shut up. <laughs> don't be degrading don't, to yeah, the great Don't do that. Feminine. What do you don't mean? take the beauty away from it and sexualize I'm, yeah. it. I'm not sexualizing anything. So the uh-huh. only males be interested. This is okay, guys. This is the exact situation between males and females. I was about to say, males be open to going to different things with your mm-hmm. girlfriends and different avenues and different things to just take them out to dinner. Don't d- like that's normal. Try different things. And I just went males. And did you see the reaction? <laughs> Shut down. Did you see the reaction? My God. Okay. To be fair, we can yeah. only go off what we've experienced with you before. Oh, snap. Whoa. What? <laughs> That's all we can go off. What? Our perception from you saying males, That's we can it. only go off historical behaviour. Yeah, you've given us some a certain set of data as to what to expect. Yeah, so... Oh, so you guys are the type to make preconceived judgments. Based on historical behaviour, absolutely. It's called science, bitch. Oh, wow. Yeah, is, bitch. is that a <laughs> thing? Bitch. Is that a thing? Oh, uh, my... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I agree to this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to elephants. Okay, tell me. Um, African bush elephants live for 60 to 70 years and Asian elephants live for 48 years. I feel like for an animal, that's quite a long lifespan. Yeah. Do they have different, uh, is this, is this human years? You know how dogs like, oh, you go I one year and it's human six. Years. Yeah, this yeah. is human years. So what's that in elephant years? Bro, what are elephant years? Uh, I don't think that's a thing. What are dog years? Seven. Seven years? Yeah. To, uh, so elephant doesn't have – what's the difference between those two? Dog years and human years. Dog years and – It's about perception. Is it? Yeah. Is it? So our one year for them is seven years, so it's longer. You know, like in Interstellar where they go to that planet. Yes. <laughs> you are now so you're good. talking. You are the Diogo Whisperer. I am. Oh, yeah, now you're talking. <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> Now I completely understand. Now, elephants are quite majestic. Are you, like... But, like, they're pregnant for 22 months as well. Oh, wow. It's nearly two years. An average elephant pregnancy. That's a long time. God damn. 
Yeah, that's that is a long yeah, I time. I feel I feel like they're so kind of reveled as a mystical being is because they do live long, yeah. so obviously they have a long life experience. It'd be interesting so to have a look at like the cultures as well and to see like what their life expectancy would be. So mm. then you could get some sort of like relativity mm. to see, you know, like because for us, sixty to seventy years, it's like you know, that's a little shorter than like our lifespan mm. you know, in the developed, you know, Western world where we have access to like sanitation and healthcare and the rest of it. So mm. yeah, it'd be interesting to see that. Isn't don't Indians live the longest? Even though that they don't have too much or um, their sanitation's sure. a little different. I'm, I'm not too sure. Don't don't quote me on that. Are you religious, Meg? Um, yeah. Like in terms of like what religion uh, are you? Okay. I know elephants are tied to Hinduism, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. What what religion so, are you? Um I grew up a member of the Mormon Church. Um yeah, so that's the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. Yeah. Um but recently, like, it's something that, um, you know, I'm kind of exploring, um, you know, because, as you know, like, I'm bisexual. Yeah. Um, and I found out recently that due to that, I wouldn't be able to participate in some church activities. Wait, what do you mean? What? Um, so, in, in this particular church, um, you know, it's not so, um, I guess... Uh, LGBT friendly. Yeah. So yeah. say there's it's Mos. Um, it's Mormon. Mormon. Okay. Yeah. Mormon Church. Okay. Yeah. Christianity, but Mormon. Yeah. So it's basically um yeah. So in terms of beliefs, um it's you know they believe in the Bible, mm-hmm. um and there's also a belief in the Book of Mormon, um which is another Bible that came later. Okay. Um yeah. Haven't read it. What's the difference? Um, there's just more stories. So um. You know, the the uh, theology behind it is that this guy, Joseph Smith, in like the ni- 1820s, um, had a revelation from an angel yeah. who said, um, hey, there's like an extra, like there's more revelations here mm-hmm. um, in these golden plates. And Joseph Smith, um, you know, translated these plates and that became the Book of Mormon. So, um, yeah, and, and so they basically, you know, the, the Mormon belief is that, you know, this is... Um, uh, an additional like holy text to the bible right yeah i haven't actually yeah i haven't read that yeah at all so they're saying that because you're bisexual um yeah so basically so yeah um so in in the mormon theology um there's different rites um, that you go through, so you go through baptism, but you know, unlike uh, say Catholic baptism, you go through baptism at eight years old and you yeah. make a covenant with God, um, and then you know you uh, enter the temple. Um, now, predicate like, and and when you enter the temple, you go through marriage, and you know you go through the rite of sealing, which is um, an act of like being sealed together for all of eternity. Okay, um, and that's actually like you know because there is. Um, a belief that family is actually like it's quite a sacred thing in the Mormon church. Okay. So as in family as in a father, a mother and a son and a Yeah, father, daughter. a mother and children. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, so because there is also this belief in like eternal families and stuff. Um so yeah, so but in, in order to kind of enter the temple there are sort of um oh, I guess like like laws. So there's like the law of chastity and 
you know, there's like a health code, so, you know, like drinking caffeine um, or alcohol or, you know, like participating in recreational drug use and, you know, nicotine, like that's not Mm -hmm. really a vibe. Um, Yeah. It's interesting because I think that's in Islam as well. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I feel like most religion are like, it's the same. They're all part of the elephant. The circle of life, we come <laughs> right back to well, the elephant. It. I yeah. love it. I love yeah. it. So, yeah. So, so do you... But a part of the law of chastity is that like, you know, no sex before marriage, but marriage is only considered between a man and a woman. So as a bisexual woman, um, you know, I'm not really vibe, like not their vibe mm-hmm. um, in that respect. That sounds it's like a loophole. It's crazy to me though because in the Bible it's meant to be like love thy neighbour. Yeah. But only under these terms and conditions. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That's kind of why I don't really follow one religion. Pretty, yeah. Because it's it's kind of like they shame you for not having this particular view. Yeah, I get you. Well, Whereas all of them, they all have their own like individual elements, I guess. But Flavours. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't stick to one, you don't you don't fit in our community. Yeah, it's which is yeah. interesting. Like so, for me, like um, you know, I think that like you know, um, you can engage in spirituality in so many ways, um, mm-hmm. and that a religion is just one way to engage with your spirituality. Mm. You know, you can engage, like even being in nature is a way to engage in spirituality. You know, um, community service, so like going and and being with people and helping others. I think that can be a spiritual experience. Being with your family and friends and like truly connecting, that can be a spiritual experience. Um, meditating, you know, the whole whole realm of it. Um, and, you know, religion is one way that people can engage with their spirituality. Um, and, yeah, so for some people, like going to church um, uh, can be their way of going about that. Yeah, it's like a gateway. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a tool, you know. Yeah, because yeah. I I went to Catholic school and I was baptized and um, had Holy Communion and confirmation, all of those. Um, and there was elements growing up that I thought I agree with that, but I don't. I could don't. I've always been like I think there's something more, mm. but I don't necessarily think it's you know Jesus and yeah. God. Like I think it's just more of a high being. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting that. They're like, well, no, it has to be this person. Yeah, I think it's really interesting, like, you know, when there is this kind of, like, literal interpretation Mm -hmm. of things. Um, I think for some people it really grounds their spirituality, Mm. you know. Um, It makes it more tangible. Yeah. Um, But for people who are maybe more, like, you know, inclined to, um, you know, see things in an abstract way, you know, that more abstract uh, view and engagement of spirituality can work a lot better. So with... with do you think religion is also pushing or has pushed you to this understanding in this framework um no you don't reckon at all i mean like i think religion has so i grew up in you know this particular church and that's definitely you know through uh, because i I was i think it was was about 10 how about Mm -hmm. i uh, i asked you this question okay do you think religion is telling you to be more yourself or do you feel like religion fits you into the construct of what others 
are. Okay. Like yeah. what what you perceive others to perceive you are. Sure. Okay. So is religion playing uh, into that, okay. or is religion playing into telling you yeah. who you are and who and be more yourself? That is a great question. All right. So I think particularly as a child, it's the latter. So religion mm. tells you to. Um, you know, view your, uh, to act in a way where you view yourself as others view you. Okay. For sure. As an adult, you have like a particularly, if you're, you've done the work to be aware about your perspective, you can make religion, um, you can get out of it what you need. Like you can identify your needs and say, okay, so I have a need for community that's based around, you know, these values. Um, you can get it in that context. Um, but I do think religion does have a tendency just through its like, you know, the way it has kind of become an institution over time or has been an institution over time uh, to, you know, uh, relegate behaviours uh, onto its members to, you know, create um, perspectives and thus like actions and thoughts that are aligned with how they would like you to think other people want you to yeah. like see you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And with... So in terms of, in terms of the your like your framework to assist people in essentially finding themselves in this world. Yeah. Can you break that down for yeah. us and then we'll move on to digital streets. Sounds good. And uh, and then I'll I'll also announce a little thing at the end. All right. All right, cool. Um yeah, so I think what you need is to, to be able to kind of own your perspective and develop that self-awareness is mindfulness. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would give an example of that. So say if, like, you said something that, like, really, like, triggered me, right? Mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, like, what what am I experiencing? Like, what are the thoughts and emotions I'm experiencing? Um, and I would sit with them. And then that's kind of where that next step of self-awareness comes in. So it's like, oh, okay, like I'm aware of this, cool. And then curiosity. So it's like, okay, so this is what I'm experiencing. I'm feeling it and this is what it is. Um, why am I feeling this way? Like what in my life, um, you know, what about this statement, um, you know, is is eliciting an emotional reaction? Okay, it's this. And where does it come from? Like, you know, what what do I feel about that particular aspect in particular um and so that curiosity and then compassion as well um so i think i need more of that yeah <laughs> self-compassion's great my aunt is actually doing a her thesis um psychology on yeah, it right. okay. at the moment um it's really interesting like just to go on a bit of a tangent but mm-hmm. um it's uh so basically it's around emotional regulation and um ibs symptoms mm. so Basically, it's um, measure. Yeah. Do you know what that is? <laughs> Absolutely not. So it's like digestive sy- sy- uh, symptoms that can't be explained. Yeah, it's irritable bowel. Ah. Bowel syndrome. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. So basically, for those who don't know, it's like gastrointestinal distress symptoms that don't have a um, causative, like identified causative link at the okay. moment. Yeah. Um. Typically, they're induced by like stress and anxiety. Okay. Um. So um, her thesis has been on measuring mindfulness and self-compassion as tools for IBS. And what she's found is that self-compassion is actually... So mindfulness is great um, for emotional regulation. um, And, you know, they they have been able to make a link between um, 
gastrointestinal sy- uh, symptoms, mm-hmm. but self-compassion is the most effective tool for emotional regulation. Really? Mm. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's interesting you say that because I used to have really, really bad skin oh. when I was in a really, really bad headspace. Really? Mm. So interesting. Yeah. Wow. And so how did that, you like... That happens to me as well. That happens when to I'm, me. Yeah, when I'm stressed and kind of in a... I don't really get it so much now, but like a low self-worth point. Yep. Breakout. Wow. Mm. That's so interesting. Yeah. But that's that's sick. That's that's I didn't even know that all of those things accumulate like I guess accumulate together. Yeah. And stepping back and thinking um about what someone said rather than getting triggered and looking at how that makes you feel or why have you just been triggered yeah Mm. i i think that's massive for everyone period yeah i think especially in 2020 it doesn't even apply to just like your emotional state like it can be to do with things like money yeah like someone that's really bad with money Where's yeah. that stemmed from? 100%. Is it like their parents didn't have enough when they were younger or like money just kind of came and go so they, they're they not very good at yeah. like saving and stuff like that and it's like, okay, well, I'm aware of this. I'm aware of what's caused me to behave like this. How do I now change it? Exactly, yeah. Word, word. And um, guys, you... I'll have all of this will be in the description. We'll get to the digital streets. Um, these two may be actually doing a podcast together. So if you do want to uh, learn more about well-being, um, we I don't, do you have a name for it yet? I reckon we go with astrologies. Yeah. Okay. So we're astrologies. Um, it's spelled astrolo and then gs because we are g's. Always. <laughs> um, Get to know. That's it. Um, so, yeah, we'll be touching on, like, well-being, um, you know, uh, art and astrology. Mm. and Self-expression. Self-expression, yep. Yeah, G's, you can either look at Jesus in gangsters or you can look at Jesus in girls. No, it's gangsters, just yeah, for clarification. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> get back in my hole. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. Digital Streets, first one. Take us there, Ebony. What do we have? So this one is pretty full on um, and it's kind of linked with what we've been talking about. So it's hundreds of thousands of people shackled for mental health issues globally, Human Rights Watch says. Um, so this this young guy in Indonesia, mm. and he's been shackled to a bench in an Islamic boarding school. Oh wow! Um, he suffers from schizophrenia, and I guess his family didn't really know how to deal with it. Those fucking Islamic boarding schools, eh? Well, yeah, it says that loads of people <laughs> because of their. <laughs> I'm just gonna try and ignore it. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna acknowledge it. <laughs> Oh, too good, too good. Yep, go on, go on, go on. But yeah, it's saying that hundreds of thousands of people um, just get chained up because loads of people have mental illnesses and yeah, it's just people don't know how to deal with it. Their dignity is denied. That's a bold headline. 
An oh, Indonesian yeah. government survey from 2018 found that 30% of people with serious mental health conditions had been shackled at least once in their lifetime. That's so sad. 30% of Indonesians. Wow. That's a lot of people. Mm. I tell you what, some of them should be shackled though. Um, they're fucking... Shut up. Like, oh have my. you been to you fucking be Bali? Yeah. <laughs> you should be muzzled as well. <laughs> <laughs> Get you, on it, Evan. I tell you what, mate. I tell you what. Some of them, oi, oi, oi. Some of them should fucking, you know, they, they deserve a few like little oh, shackles here and there. Look at that photo. How can you say that, Diego? Yeah, I'm trying to find the comedy in this, all right? Mm-hmm. Well, I can't compassion. find any. Compassion. I, yeah, that's yeah. the yeah. thing that compassion. I needed, wasn't it? Yeah, I need that compassion. Which you're a self-righteous ass. God <laughs> damn it. God damn it. Oh, well, oh, it's really, it kind of reminds me, I don't know if you, uh, not to take away from like this grave and serious issue, which should be addressed. And we, by the way, we now give a yay or a yikes um, at the, oh, okay. what you think about this, I mean, whatever the story is. But yeah, go on, go okay. on, go on. Um, well, it kind of rem- like, yeah, so this is obviously a grave and serious issue. Not to take away from that, I hope there's, you know, some international inquiry. Um, there won't be. Uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, but Optimistic as always. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. Far out. Um, but it kind of reminds me uh, like of like a broader issue in terms of like our society and understanding of mental health. Mm. Um, Paris Hilton actually ha- released a documentary. I've heard about this. I haven't seen it yet, <gasps> but I've heard about it. It's so good. Um, look, let me finish you my mean? point. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, uh, Paris Hilton was actually institutionalised when she was a teenager. Yeah, so her parents um, couldn't, like, you know, she was going out Didn't to help her at all. Still no, a slut. How dare you? No, I'm joking. Oh, my God. <laughs> or, or you guys, whoever's listening, you don't know how the dirtiest looks that I have just received. Oh, my God. She did have a little run there, didn't she? Who well, cares? You know what? They actually hey, I'm all about it. Slut walk. No. Like, what do you mean? No, Empower actually, the... F- you know, well, don't call her a slut then. Yeah. No, isn't... isn't didn't, She's um, a liberated woman. No, didn't... What's that other chick that has a shaved Amber head? Amber Rose. Oh, Britney Spears. Amber Rose. Oh, yeah. Did, she did a slut walk. Didn't yeah, Paris Hilton with Amber Rose do the slut walk, saying that they're sluts? So when I am here saying what they said of See, themselves... the whole point of the slut work was to take the word away from um, men... And, mm-hmm. and the connotations around men mm-hmm. using it and, and to take it mm-hmm. for women I for thought for be a tool of an empowerment. No, hold on. I thought it was that it took away the power from the word. So when I just said it, I said the word with no yeah, power you, behind it. But you say you it with, guys no, you say it with derogatory intent. What? Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> oh come <laughs> off it. Get a load of him. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. You guys anyway, brought the intent anyway, behind the word. I do have to, like, yes. um, just clarify that. Yeah, so um, on, on, you know, her um, in her documentary as well, she does touch on the fact that her sex tape was leaked and that was a very traumatic and violating experience. Now you just her. made me feel bad. Yeah, good. Right. Um, intention, like, that's mm-hmm. what it was. All right. Um, <laughs> that's right. Mindfulness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, you might want to reflect. What's her documentary about? Um, so it's based. I've never heard of it. 
Yeah, so it was released like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so basically mm. it was just about her, you know, so she's had this persona for a very long time as a like protective tool, yeah. um, you know, and basically why she's done what she's done over the past few years. Um, and it basically, this actually kind of goes to like perception and self-awareness. Mm. Um, but, you know, why she's had this like baby voice and, you know, had this dumb persona. She had a baby voice? Yeah, yeah you should hear her voice. Yeah. It's really? totally different to yeah. what it was. You know how she was like, oh, my God. That's yeah, hot. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. hot. She was the original Kim Kardashian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. sounds nothing like that. No, and what does she sound like now? She's very articulate as well. Very intelligent. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. So she sounds like Trump these days? Imagine that. Hey, imagine that she just comes out. She's like, <laughs> I'm running for president. Oh, I'm not <laughs> you know what? I would vote Paris 2020. Yeah. 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 I mean, anything's possible now. <laughs> That's it. Oh. Um, but yeah, so basically she was institutionalized. So her no, I don't think Trump is articulate. I need to put that out there. Thank there you we go. The There's the disclaimer. Uh, at least I put one disclaimer out mm. after I said something. <laughs> Good for you. Growth. All right. All right. Growth. All right. Um, I am. I'm growing through this podcast. I'm a flower blossoming. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, um. Yeah, so she was institutionalised as a teenager. Her parents didn't know what to do, so they basically paid this Utah boarding school money to kidnap her from her home and institutionalise her. She was put in solitary confinement. She was put on medications. She doesn't know which one. She didn't have a diagnosis. Um, and she was basically abused. Um, Sounds like MK Ultra. Well, yeah, I don't know. It like... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that just sounded like Kim K. Ultra. (laughs) (laughs) That was just a lot there. Yeah, that's 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 another episode. Yeah, a whole other episode. Um, But yeah, so I mean, I think you know, drawing this article here of this Mm. um, Indonesian issue with mental health and Paris Hilton's experience, it's clear as a society that. You know, we don't know how to treat mental health, um, yeah. uh, but this certainly ain't it. Yeah. Mm. And also, yeah, uh, 100%. So, my reaction to that is like, yay for awareness, but like, yikes, yikes for the situation. 100%. Oh, we've got a double. I, I I don't think we've ever had a yay and a yikes in Does it in need the to thing. be categorised? No, I like it. I like it. I like it. This, is, this article is a yay from me. No, I'm not. No, no, no. All right, all right. I'll do. It. I'll let me find. You can have your perception. Let me find. Let me find. <laughs> let me find the yay in this. All right. A lot of people in Indonesia they don't have much food. Now the people that are shackled, at least they get fed. Do they though? You don't know that. I don't know. I was trying to make it up. No. It's a yikes from me. All right. Regrettably. Mm, yeah. No, not regrettably. <laughs> it's just a straight yikes from me. Yeah. All right, what do we got? So next one. Next digital streets. Talk to me. What's <laughs> trending? So you know how we tried to go to Coles yesterday and it was closed? Yes, closed super early. So Coles offers freebies to customers after IT glitch shuts down stores across the nation. Ooh. So they had a pay- problem with their um, payment. Or their processes. IT gl- glitch with their processes. Okay. Yeah, so they just shut all the Coles. Nationally, that's massive. So now you get um, three times. 
to thank customers for their patience while our team worked hard to get us back up and running we are offering triple flyby points on food and groceries and at Liquorland this weekend Question, what can you get with Flyby's points? All right. Th- first of all, guys, um, that's last weekend because this has just dropped Tuesday um, and this is being recorded this weekend. As for Flyby's, you you get flights and accommodation. Oh, that's great in this current climate. Yeah. yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Coles. Coles is killing it, eh? Coles is out here killing it. Oh. I love how the headlines like you get freebies. It's like what freebies? Like, but you actually we want you to spend more to get points, points of flights that you can't, can't use. <laughs> yeah, that's a yikes from me. That's yeah, a that's I think definitely that's an a yikes. Ad, so I would say like yeah, big yikes. Yeah. Not next one. Next one. Next one. The last one. Is this the last one? Yep. All right. Um, this one you will know a little bit about. Yep. So Polar's newest smartwatch sounds perfect for fitness wonks. What a great word. What's wonks. a wonk? It's yeah. like a wank. Oh. So what, you're going like, to go like have a wonk? Like, that <laughs> feel right. Like, sorry. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, it's a polite way of saying like for fitness wanks. Right. Why would they call themselves fitness wanks in the first place? Yeah. If you're uh, w- like, y- if you're a person, how do you explain this? If you're a person that is all about like, because um, all right, so this smartwatch it yeah, I can track like my fit- fitness. I get what a fitness fanatic is, but like, why would you refer to yourself as like a fitness wank? No, it's like, it's a derogatory term. Oh. Right. So you're okay. not referring yourself as to that. You're okay. someone that speaks about fitness all the time, 24-7. They can come across as fitness yeah. wanks. Gotcha. Fitness wonks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you for that explanation. That's all right. It's all right. I know some things, you know. <laughs> I feel educated now. Yeah. I feel enlightened, you know. My third eye is just open. Like, fuck. His value has been added. <laughs> yes. See, after after this podcast, I now bring value. Yes. So, I think you've got one of these, haven't you? So, I got, yeah, I got the Polar uh, band. So, Polar is, uh, look at me, about to be a fitness wonk. (laughs) (laughs) Polar is like the highest level of um, gathering fitness data. So with with the with the strap, you can monitor your heart rate to like the closest possible. You can monitor like sleep patterns close as possible. You can monitor your recovery as close as possible. Um, where you know Apple Watch, they're not made for fitness, but right. you've got fitness in there, so you can sort of see it. But if you're someone that is trying to get to a certain like if I'm doing jiu-jitsu and I'm going into a competition and I'm trying to get to a certain weight level right. and I need to measure all my workouts, all my meats, all my intakes, all my calories and everything, that polar band will be way better for me than this Apple Watch would be. Yeah, because I think it can measure like your VO2 levels. Or oh, wow. Yeah, it That's can. Crazy. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. And um, so now they're bringing out a watch which – they were originally in a sort of software game. So I'm guessing now what's it saying is they're bringing out their own watch. Um, 
And I think you can um, sync it up to the test strap that you've got. Um, yeah, it would. Is yeah. it like saltwater proof? Yes. Oh, great. Okay. Completely. <laughs> so Bless you can go surfing. Bless all the data nerd triathletes out here getting them gains during the pandemic. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Your own inspiration. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh I can't it. wait till so my yeah. knee is back in action and I can fucking get back to training. Yeah, why don't you tell like the peeps like what happened to your knee? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I, I really, so I really don't completely know. I think it's either on Friday was my last training session and then I saw it pop up on uh, Sunday or, yeah, Sunday afternoon. And then Monday it got progressively worse and then by um, Thursday it was a, like, balloon and it's gone around, it's just fluid all around and it's the in-between your knee, you got, like, fluid sacs and that's burst. So if it... If I keep doing the motion and um, it'll just continue on to that last sack. Oh, <laughs> that sounds weird, doesn't it? And then it'll it'll and that's that's the last thing that's holding my knee together. Oh shit. So, okay, so basically if you burst all the sacks, it'll be bone on bone action. Essentially, mm. yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. And then um and yeah, and then now I'm left with this. Essentially it's like burtitis, oh, but right. s- like really bad. That's Damn. that's the situation. You can see the size of it right now. It's fucking fat as fuck. But yeah, I gotta just yeah keep it as straight as possible and apparently elevated. But uh, yeah, I'm just bad at following rules in <laughs> general. I'm terrible at it. He's an Aries rising for all those. Is curious. that what I am? Yeah. So you're a Taurus with an Aries rising. What's his moon again? Like Pisces or something? Mm, I think so. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Wow. Well, this, all that talk is going to be on astrologies. <laughs> so you guys can catch that there. Meg, it's been awesome having you here. Um, just me. let them know where they can catch you and where they can learn more. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, well, thanks for having me on. Uh, you can hit me up at like on Instagram. Uh, Instagram is Meg Sandy Ford. Like sand like the beach. I like an iPhone and Ford like the car. Mm. Um, yeah, and if you just want to learn more, um, I would say Christine Neff, she's great, uh, just YouTube her, she's all about that self-compassion and self-awareness, so it's a big vibe, but yeah, um, follow our socials and we'll post some stuff. And I'll let you guys know on our socials and on the emails and on the Telegram, make sure you join the Telegram, um. I'll let you guys know when the episodes and everything will drop and when all of that will be released. Um, And, yeah, hopefully this knee gets better. (laughs) (laughs) That's been the 5-8 take. We're out. Love you guys. Peace. Peace. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and I get it up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and I get it up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I've been on the flex since flex on.